surprise, surprise. I don't know why, because we press go live. Um, today, we are with Kate Davis. We This is the Growth Collab Show. We have launched, we've relaunched under a different name. It was the Friday Marketing Show, but that didn't work. It's a Tuesday. So we um, have la- we've launched the Growth Collab Show. And Kate Davies is, um, is it Davis or Davies? Davis. Davis. He is our first guest. And Kate, you're going to talk to us about something super important that, you know, it's so hard to be a founder, isn't it? We were just talking before we came live about the challenges of being a founder. Um, And you're going to talk to us today about self-leadership for founders and businesses. I certainly am, yes. Hello, thank you so much. I'm very honoured that I'm the first guest on the Growth Collab Show. I'm very, yeah, I do feel like jazz hands. <laughs> jazz um, hands, yes. Well, we've been wanting to get you on for a while, haven't we? So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, very happy to be here. Um, yes, self-leadership is, um, seems to be one of those buzzwords at the moment. There's a lot to talk about it, but nobody's actually necessarily saying what it what it means and why you would be, why, why you'd be going why you would be trying to lead yourself um and also with with when I speak to a lot of business founders especially if they are if they're a business founder but they've only got you know they've got two or three people who who help them part-time I'm not a leader I can't possibly be a leader but it, it does really come from from you and all leadership whether you are leading a multinational or whether it is you in your spare room um we are all leaders if we're doing our own thing, if we have a vision and a mission and we're trying to trying to do things in a different way. And we are all trying to do that. Otherwise, we'd be working for somebody else. Um, but understanding yourself and understanding your motivators, your drivers, having that self-awareness is such an important thing when it comes to trying to run a business with, as I say, whether you've got a team or not. Being able to understand your goals and objectives, being understand, uh, being able to understand the drivers, that why, that mission, that vision that, that I know you guys talk about quite a lot. Um, but also understanding the, the negatives, where what it's like to be on the other side of you, whether you are, whether that's a client, whether that's a supplier, whether that's a team member. Actually, you know, we we are, we all think we're pretty awesome people deep down somewhere. Um, you know, we all want to be good eggs, but we don't know what it's like to be on the other side side of us um and being able to understand that and being able to understand how we are received by the people who we're, te- we're talking to is incredibly important in terms of in terms of growing your growing yourself growing your network growing your team and ultimately growing your business um so there's so i mean there's so many layers i could talk for hours about this but but it's so important to be able to understand yourself why you do what you do what's going to stop you um and how you can how you can position yourself better how you can understand yourself better so that you are easier to work with so that you are you'll get you get better results for yourself for your and for your clients um it's how do you understand yourself better and how do you um understand how you're perceived by other people because it's quite interesting isn't it because I, i i sort of asked my clients once and i think they said that not that I'm bossy, but like I'm sort of a bit bossy and I like kind of take charge. And I was, I was sort of like, I never think I'm like that. I think I'm like really caring and lovely, but you know, we've got work to do, so we're not going to be messing around. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, surely that's not a negative. Surely that's what you want from someone that you're bringing into your business to give you that 360 kind of outsider's view. I know, but like, it's it's just weird, isn't it? Because I wouldn't think of myself as being bossy. But anyway, um, but, but you know, is it about going to ask your clients and your suppliers and just saying, can you honestly tell me, like, what's good about working with me? What's not good? You know, how, how do you recommend doing that? 
So, I mean, yes, yes, you can. Feedback is always really important. Um, but the, you need to know when to do that. Because if you're, you know, if you're if you're halfway through a, a big project, like, can we just have a sit down and just have a chat about what, what, what's good about me? Talk about me. <laughs> That's probably not going to go down all that well. Again, self-awareness. Um, <laughs> but but understanding yourself in terms of just kind of listening to your own drivers seeing how people react to you because you know that's a great example emmy where you don't see yourself as bossy um i wouldn't say you are bossy you know what you're taught you you know exactly what you're talking about you've got you've got shit to do and you want to get on with it you know people are paying you for something let's get on with this if their if their response to you is is you you know sometimes you're a bit bossy sometimes that's their reaction to you so you have to kind of understand what you're putting there and then what how they're meeting you it's observation a lot a lot of the time it is observation um and and having that self-awareness journaling on interactions where you have interactions where you think i'm not sure that went as well as it could have done i wonder why because i i thought i brought my best self to the equation how you know uh, that like that that will Ferrell meme mean uh, well that escalated quickly um like how did we get to how did I start like this but we ended up over there just taking that time to be able to understand that also the use of um the, those kind of profiling mechanisms that you know the Myers-Briggs I use one called five voices which is really useful um just being able to kind of see how those character traits there is a danger with those that you, that you end up just being put in a box and n- none of us put in a box, but they can, they can help to un- help us to kind of shape our understanding and kind of go, actually, that does sound a bit like me. That does sound, mm, is that how that comes across? Cause that's not how I feel that that's come, come across. Um, so there are lots of different ways of doing it, but self-observation and, um, analysis isn't the right word because analysis implies that there's some kind of, you know, negative to it. We are the way we are. And as I say, we all try to be good eggs. We all try to be nice people. We're not doing it deliberately for somebody else. But how we're seen may be a different a different way to the way that we want to project ourselves. So observing the relationships that we have with people and also talking to your friends, talking to the people who who you know will give you an honest answer. I've done this with the lovely Laura Perks. <laughs> When you have this information about yourself, like I suppose you've got two options then, haven't you? You can either decide to adapt and change and refine your way that you talk with others, or you can come with a warning. This is how I work and this is this is this is how I'm gonna be. So on my website, one of the opening lines is something about uh, no bullshit which is not something I called myself. It's a quote from an award that I won. And they said, Debbie has got a no bullshit attitude. And so kind of when people come to me, it's like, I'm just going to be straight talking. And so people have to choose whether they want to work with me and have somebody who's going to be straight talking or whether they need things cushioned a little bit, because I'm not so good at cushioning stuff i'm just like this is how it is and da, 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 da. so so you've got these two options haven't you people can either have that self-awareness and then decide to adapt or just go this is me you know i'm in my 40s now definitely not going to change and you can either choose to work with me or in whatever capacity knowing that or we're not the right fit 
And so I think there's almost a liberation in just going, this is, this is, you know, Emmy, just go, I'm bossy and I'm going to get stuff done and you're going to appreciate that and we're going to work together and that's yeah. it. Rather than thinking, oh, maybe I ought to soften myself a little bit. Because we're all I do now warn them. I do now warn them. I yeah, do say at the beginning. Exactly. By bossy. the way, some of my clients say I'm bossy, but like I want to get shit done. Exactly. Yeah. So if yeah. you don't like it, then we're not a good fit. Exactly yeah. that. And it part it becomes part of your USP, doesn't it? Yeah. It yeah, comes exactly. part of what, what you want. You know, if if you want somebody who's who's incredibly corporate and follows the rules and then that, that's one thing, but but that you know, none of us are that person. Mm-hmm. Um Debbie Dudar has brings brings a whole load of character in your name <laughs> and that's it's why people love you it's why people come to you it's yeah, why people to all of us because yeah, we exactly. are who we are and you're absolutely right when you hit your 40s and you're thinking I really can't be bothered to be anybody else why why are we pretending to be anybody else yeah being able to be in our natural selves as much as possible without being an arse um because we could we've all got that capacity in us as well I know I definitely do Um, but but being able to be ourselves and and be in our natural selves and being being able to use our natural skills and abilities 70% of the time will make us happy will make the people around us happy and make the people around us want to be with us more you know, we've all been with people who you think, God, you know, I wish you'd just drop the front. It's just exhausting being around them. And those people who are just happy in their own skin, and you're like, oh, God, I really want to be with you. I really want to be around you because I love this energy. Mm. Definitely. It's a huge, it's a huge selling point to be able to be who you are, um, and especially when you run your own business and you are your business, whether you've got a team of people or not. But if you are the face of your business, it's really important that you get who you are and how you operate. Can I pick up on the energy thing? Because, you know, as as I'm expanding with with a team, I very much pick up on energy and I want to work with people whose energy mirrors mine. But then I'm also aware that you shouldn't always hire people with the same strengths as you. You actually want people to complement your weaknesses. Therefore, their energy may not match mine. So how would you find that balance between who you're naturally kind of drawn to and who you gravitate to versus people who are maybe going to get the job done in their way that's going to complement what you do rather than it kind of great on you? That's a a really important point, actually, because actually in order to create a really good team of people, um, you need to be able to have different skill sets and different abilities and different personality types. So, I I mean, I I talked about the five voices earlier on where where I know for well that I am a connector. I'm a creative person. I know that I am future focused. I know I'm all about the big vision. Yes, I can do the detail. But if you ask me to sit down and talk about data and finances, I'm I'm off. My brain is somewhere else. My brain is, I don't know, making doilies or something. Um, But I know that I need that in my business. So I know I need somebody who has those strengths. I know I need somebody who's going to be able to keep me in in the present tense where I'm going, I've got all these brilliant ideas. Come on, everybody, come with me. It's such good, such good fun. I've got a gang of people. Come on. Um, I know I need people who are going to go, oh, but hang on a minute. Can we just, can we just, just right here, right now? Um, I know that I know uh, that I know where, and this is again where self-awareness comes in. Where are the bits that you're not so good at? Where are the bits where you're not in your zone of genius? 
um, because we all have them. And that's a good thing because that's where we get to get other people to compliment us. The trick is then in and, and, and where proper leadership comes in is actually in being able to communicate with those people without triggering each other, without driving each other mad. So if someone is particularly data driven, is very future, is very present focused and is all about systems and processes, and I'm talking to them, I'm probably driving them nuts because they're thinking, God, you know, would you just sit down and give me some details? Because I can't get on board until I know the things. Um, whereas I'm again, I'm off skipping, um, whereas I might find them challenging because I'm thinking, we, does that mean that you don't believe in, in my vision? Do you think that, that is that a personal attack on me because you're asking me all these questions and it makes me doubt myself? Knowing that and knowing how to communicate with people like that means that they get to do the thing that they're really good at, that they where they excel, where they're in their happy place and you get to be in your happy place. And actually together, you get to grow a business together. And that's where it works really beautifully. Um, finding out what your own zone of genius is and then getting people to match where where you're not in where you're not in that happy place means that you'll have a much more sustainable and, and resilient business. How do you learn to manage those people that are so different to you um, or to one, you know, like like you were saying, it's different if you've got a totally different personality type, you kind of need them in your business to help you. But then how do you manage them without having that, you know, what sort of friction? Mm. Um understanding is the first word is is the first thing to to, is to understanding where you're coming from understanding where they're coming from understanding that in that example that very data-driven person understanding that they're not they're not personally attacking me understanding that they know that they need I, i they've probably got a list of 20 questions and i know i've got capacity for about five so right i i so i can say to that person look i know you've got questions can you give me your top five? I'll try and give you as much information as possible. And then can we take a step forward? Then allowing them to feel valued and heard and that they have a contributing contributory part to the vision because they may not have the vision that I've got. They're still stuck here and they want to be on board, but they just need, you know, that's how they need to, to know. Understanding where they are, understanding what they need. And as I say, understanding what it's like to be on the other side of me understanding to um someone I work with who talks about um knowing when you've got broccoli in your teeth um knowing when this is just something that everyone's like I just really want to just how do I point out to her that she's driving me nuts that <laughs> uh, she's got broccoli in her teeth uh how do you you know how, how do you how do you get that understanding asking yourself those questions asking them those questions right okay how how are we going to take this to the I really wouldn't want to take this here. How are we going to get there? What information do you need? How do you need me to respond to you? Whether that's actually a conversation or whether that's a that's a conversation you have with yourself and then take that to them to see how they react and try not to take it personally. When it's when it's um in your business, when it's your business, it's really easy to take it personally. I think also as well, like getting different people in a team with different skill sets. I'm not a complete finisher at all. I just like starting things. Whoa, let's have an idea. Duh, 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 and then I'm like, get a bit burnt out by the end of it. Um, I think if you've got really clear values, then bringing people on board who have similar values. So they might be somebody who loves the data. But actually, if your values are really similar, then you're going to work together really well. And actually, if your values are really different, I don't think it matters if you've got different skill sets. I think it's the values that are the thing that bring people together. 
and also having like a clear mission because then you can Mm. say we're going to do different things but we're both getting here to the apex of this triangle and this is what this is looks like or this is the reason that we're running this business or this is this is where we want to get to or you know whatever that looks like because Mm. then everybody's on the same page and knows what they're striving towards I think if it feels like you're all working towards different things then you can all end up going off in different trajectories so I think being really clear about those core values and bringing people into your team based on that and then obviously checking that you don't all have the same skill set because then you'll just all be working at the beginning of things and nothing gets finished and have a real clear end goal you know, like with the Grove Collab, it's what what do we want to do? It's like, well, we want to bring together inspiring women and we want to support women to grow their businesses. That's a really, you know, a finite mission point. So then everything we're doing is just trying to get to that point. And we want people who want to be part of that story with us. And I think sometimes people miss out on what appears to me to be fundamental business stuff. What's your core values? What's your mission? I don't think people don't always spend enough time on that stuff at the beginning so then everything feels a bit woolly and that's where fun- frustrations come up mm, we end up doing different things yeah mm. I was just going to say so with with us um you know we we were talking about that weren't we Debbie the reason we work is we literally do have very similar values and you know when we met up the other day we were just like this is meant to be fun that's one of our yeah. values so if anything that we're doing we, we were sort of going down this road of doing something that was quite hard work and we we're like oh this isn't that much fun and let's just not do that because we're not having fun with that let's yeah. just do the stuff that we have fun with yeah. and you know I think that's really important isn't it if you can like like you were saying um Kate if we can get people on board who've got similar values then probably that conversation is always going to be easier and mm-hmm. and I suppose they feel like they're on, on board your journey and it's not just your journey it's a collaborative one yeah, hundred percent. Understanding understanding your own personal mission, and then what what that business need, what you want the business to be able to deliver, because they'll be very similar. They won't be the same thing. Mm. But I couldn't agree with you more, Debbie. Actually, getting people who who share your values and 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 share that 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 mission, and, and being able to to create that together, that yeah. actually doing that regularly as an exercise because where you started you know when you started your business and you had this great this great vision for what you wanted you know so much has changed irrespective of what's going on on globally there'll be so much has changed for you and for your clients actually doing that exercise regularly and understanding you know where are we all going which direction are we all going and do we still want the same things even if we're contributing it to, to, to it in different ways um yeah really important vision vision mission and and the value set so laura we're gonna we're gonna have to we literally have to wrap up in less than a minute is, i want to know if laura's listening can you can you wrap that up in a minute in less than a minute <laughs> <laughs> anyone who missed okay so essentially have self-awareness lead yourself first understand the overall values of everybody driving you towards your uh, vision and your end goal and it doesn't matter if you have the same or similar skill sets as long as you're all on the same page you will get to that apex of the triangle Come on! <laughs> well, that's pretty good that's well done. <laughs> yeah amazing to have you here today kate um laura so Debbie. it was great Lots of love. bye, bye. Bye.